0: So We're going to continue in discussing things of tefillah that relate to the end of davening or the beginning of davening that some people say that some people don't say. So we've already discussed Adon Olam and we've discussed Adam Zemiros. And today, the last part of the series, we'll discuss... Yigdal. Is Yigdal a that, it, that people should say? Now, Yigdal, we have to know what it is. It is a pismon that includes all 13 Ikari amuna of the Rambam. And uh, in that way, it's similar to reciting an imam. And the idea is to be mechazik in ourselves. Uh, the Yigimli Kare which is something that we all obviously need to be familiar with and need to believe, belave Shalem. It's not abundantly clear who the Mechaber of Yigdal is, who the author of Yigdal is. There are a number, uh, you know, be, mostly because whoever it is didn't, si- didn't seem to sign his name in the tefillah. You know, it's not like L'Chadodi or Shalma Alkowitz sort of made it very evident that he was the, uh, he was the author by having the, the his name written into the uh, uh, into the, the, the stanzas of the poem. So Rabbi Yaakov Emden in his Siddur suggests harambam zal. He suggests that the Rambam wrote Yigdal. That is very unlikely to be true. The idea that he suggests that the Rambam wrote Yigdal is because it's based on the gimli Kariyamunah of the Rambam. However, there are like 90 different pizmonim that are based on the Yikari of the Rambam. Not only did the Rambam not write all of them, he didn't write any of them. The Rambam didn't, uh, wasn't so into writing uh, much poetry. It seems like a double Pashut that the Rambam did not write Yigdal. Rav Yaakov M. Didn't then goes on to say, the Yeshomrim yechiel ben Rav Baruch, v'chassum b'karuz mech- meisim yichaya. And he says it could be that it's Yechiel ben Rav Baruch and he did sign his name in the Yigdal. Because what does it say? So Meisim Yechaya Kel Yechiel Baruch Chazdo Baruch Adeyat Ben Rav Baruch Baruch Adeyat is Ben Rav Baruch. So maybe it is this Yechiel Ben Rav Baruch. Rav David Cone from uh, Brooklyn, as I say, from Masas Kapai in Chelik Beis on page Ches, he quotes that that there are those that suggest that it's Ibn Gabirul who wrote uh, Yigdal. The problem is that he lived before the Rambam. He was a Rebbe of Rashi and Rav Unlikely that someone who lived before the Rambam was Mechavein, told the Ram, Rambam's Yid Gimli Kari Amunah, and then wrote a poem based on those Yid Gimli Kari Amunah that the Rambam had not yet formulated. Rabbi Yaakov M. Did then writes in the Siddur, Vieish Omrim Daniel ben Rav Yaakov. It could be that Daniel ben Rav Yaakov is the author of Yigdal. We'll see why this matters, who the author is, because when we're going to get to what, what, what problems people have with Yigdal, it may be about the author. It may be about who wrote it. So Daniel Ben Rav Yaakov is another suggestion um, that, uh, that 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 there was a. Uh, he says that he saw a sidur Savyad al klaf minog Roma that was written in 1383, and it says that uh, that, that uh, someone uh, writes over there eluim yud karim she sidram Rav Rav Daniel Ben kvod Rav Yehuda so maybe it's Daniel ben Rav Yaakov, Daniel ben Rav Yehuda, someone like that. A fifth and final possibi- possibility, and this seems to be the most widely accepted possibility, is that this was written by Immanuel, who was the uh, one who wrote uh, Other Shirim Hamyu Sadim. This is uh, the, uh, on Yud Gimli He wrote other songs that are based on Yud Gimli and Rav David Cohen goes through. If you look at the other songs he wrote based on Yud Gimli or one particular one, and, the, and Yigdal, the, the similarities are striking. Uh, the language, everything is striking. It's very, very likely it's Immanuel. Who is Immanuel? So that's going to be a major part of the story over here. Rabbi Yaakov Vemdin in, in, in the Siddur writes that the Arizal didn't say Yigdal. He doesn't explain why the Arizal didn't say Yigdal. In the Sefer Masas Kapai, he quotes from the Siddur, HaGaonim Vamakubalim, that the Arizal and Chaim in the beginning of Shartfila Parak Tazvav and Shara Kavanos not say Yigdal and he said because he didn't want to say any pismon or Piyot, that was authored by Haachronim. He only wanted to say pismonim and piyutim that were authored by rishonim like tefilas Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Lezbun Arach, Rabbi Kalir, and things like that that were mesukan al Derecha MS because the later generations didn't know Derecha kabbalah and enam yodim mashehim omrin. They don't know what they're saying specifically when it comes to Yigdal. So one explanation of why the Arizal didn't like Yigdal was because he didn't think it was so expertly written based on all the deep kavanos that are necessary when formulating a tefillah. However, other achronim suggest different reasons why the Arizal might have objected to Yigdal or why others might object to, uh, to, to Yigdal. First of all, if the author was Immanuel, wh- what do we know about Immanuel? Who is this Immanuel? So the Chidah in Marech HaSov from Ozbeiz, in Achron gives advice on what commentaries to learn with different Sifrei Tanakh. So one of the things he says is, for example, if you want to learn Sefer Eov, Learn the Ralbag on Sefer Eov. He says, "You want to learn Sefer Mishlei? Learn Perish Emanuel." Okay, so apparently Emanuel wrote a good Perush on Sefer Mishlei. Tehillim, he says, learn the Radak, etc. He gives and he gives a Rashi Tevis to remember what to learn with what. However, Emanuel is also famous for something else or actually infamous. There aren't many books by name that the Shulchan Aruch tells us, do not read this book. And what the one book by name the Shulchan Aruch says, do not read this book, is Sefer Immanuel. It comes up in Ilcha Shabbos, in Simshin Zain Sivtah Zayin, when it talks about what one may read on Shabbos. So Shulchan Aruch writes, Melitzo, Sumushalim, Shalsich Hashulen, V'divrei Cheshek, things that are like uh, novels and this type of thing. If you go on Sefer Emmanuel V'chein Sefer Yemulchamos also Likros Ben Bishabbis and i let read them on Shabbis. The Mishum Latzin. And even on a weekday you're not allowed to read it because it's Moshe Latzin. The Mishum and this is a violation of Altifnu Al Alilim. and uh, by Divrei Cheshek in particular, your Megari Hara, Umi Shahibran, Umi Shahatik, The Ain Matfisan, And anyone who helps in the publication of these books, including Sefer... Immanuel is being Mahdi as a rabbim. So, if that's the case, we could understand very well why the Arizal was uh, not so excited about saying Yigdal. If the Arizal was aware that Immanuel wrote, say, for Yigdal, even though the Chidah says that he wrote a really nice perush on, uh, on Mishleh, but at the end of the day, um, he's, uh, the, the, this, this is not someone whose tfilos we want to be saying. In uh, other suggestions as to why people reject Yigdal, uh, Rav David Cohen quotes that uh, there are those that didn't like the diktuk in Yigdal. They thought that the grammar was all wrong, and uh, he worked too hard to fit everything into the poetry, that there were major errors in the grammar. They also quote from Rav Yaakov Emden that he didn't want to say Yigdal because he thought it was wrong to have a tefillah that encapsulates the Yud Gimli Kareya Munah, because it makes it sound like the other uh, anything else is not necessary to believe. That tariag mitzvos and all the other emunos fideos that uh, Judaism believes in is not so important. By elevating uh, these 13, in a certain way, it's, it's denigrating the rest, which is a very curious critique, because, you know, what about animamin? Why did the Ramam even write these? Obviously, they are more important in the sense that one is an Apikaris if one doesn't believe one of these 13. That's, that's the whole point. There are other things that are true and that we're supposed to believe, but uh, we're not, we're not deemed one an Apikaris if one doesn't believe them. Another reason not to say Yigdal is that it could be that it doesn't include all 13 Ikariya Muna. The fifth of the Ikariamuna is Shahuyus Barahua Roy La Obdo Lagadlo Ladiagdulasov Vlasos Mitsosov Visholo Yasu Kazalamishu Takta Vimtias Minamlachim that we should pray only to Hashem and to nothing else. In Yigdal it says when it tries to summarize the fifth of the Ikariamuna, Hino Adonolam Lakhol Notsar, Yoregulso Malchuso. That Hashem is Mora His Godless shows His Godless to all of the brios, but nothing about how we should only daven to Hashem. So some adjusted a little bit, and Burnbaum Siddur, they changed it to Hino Adon Olam Vichal Notzar Yoregdu Malchusel. Malchusov. No means and all creatures should be Yoregdu Lasav Malchusel. should speak about <coughs> the Godless and the Malchus. Some even change it to Vichol Yotzer Yodeh So Because Yoreh would sound like it's Hashem showing His Godless. No, it's, but the 5th Ikarimunah is about how we're supposed to pray to Hashem. Yodeh gedulah So umal But it's still somewhat incomplete because it doesn't say anything about not praying to anybody else. It's only about praying to HaKadosh Baruch And then a final reason to perhaps... Not say yigdal Rav Shachter quotes in Nefesh Harav Peidresh in the name of Rav Salvechik that the Ramban in Parshas Rei uh, on the pasuk Echa Yavdu Agoyim Mehemes Elohem teaches us that there's a specific iser not to be over Hashem in the same way that the uh, Umos HaOlam. And therefore, there's a specific esser, Rav Salvechik held, not to daven with men and women together in the same side of the mechitz, in the same, uh, the same room. Not to daven with the shaliach Sibor facing the people. Because this is all the way things work in a church. By, even by Kriyas HaTorah, uh, Rav Salvedchik was opposed to laning facing the people because baruchu is tefillah is so even though you may be allowed to read the Torah facing the people you're not allowed to say any part of tefillah that's why Rav Salveitchik was very against stained glass windows he thought that that was something that was a church type of thing and that uh, therefore violates this halacha and another thing that he thought violated this halacha is to uh, compose a hymn that includes all of the ikariyamuna of a specific religion is chukas akum because the Catholics have a catechism which uh, which is a basic chazara of the uh, of all of their ikariyamuna. So that's where of Salvechik. Was opposed to Yigdal, so that's uh, so. Those are the different reasons. It could be based on who the author was. It could be because there's something wrong with the pismon itself, either in its grammar or that it's incomplete in trying to express the fifth of the Ikariya Muna, or it could just be that we're against the very idea of, uh, of, of, of uh, reciting a, uh, a tefillah that includes all of the Ikariya Muna. So there are some, many places that do say Yigdal, many places that don't. It should just be pointed out, the ram mi Mibachach, in the back of the Shulchan Aruch, Abram Avram uh, writes that, that he thought that Yigdal was wonderful. Neishel, in the he says "Anino yibbez, he says, because it's in the Siddur Shari Shemaim from the Shlach Kadosh, and he has a Perush Aruch on it, and uh, so he's not concerned with the Arizal's hesitation about reciting Yigdal.